Sling the Biscuit, episode 31, joined by Pat Shea, and we have a guest this week. I am super excited for this guest. I am 25, no, 30 milligram rock hard this week, I'm telling you, and I'm going to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous. Pat, how are you feeling chiming in from uh, Marshfield, Mass? I'm feeling uh, amazing. My mic's just now malfunctioning per se. I'm feeling excited. Trav has been talking about this all week not to make you feel uncomfortable but trav likes you like a lot <laughs> he's been he's been talking about you a lot uh i know he's when you were said 25 i thought you were gonna say you're 25 years old you know fanboying over a 18 year old but uh it's all it's all, all the same but i'm excited too excited to have you on here yeah you know what if if I'm being honest, so our guest this week, Jesper Wallstead, he's a stud. If you don't know who this kid is, you've been living under a rock. I'm telling you, like you live in the middle of nowhere. You have no TV, no internet. You might even live in like a farm because everybody knows who this kid is, especially in Sweden. And even if you were watching the draft last year, 20th overall, first round pick. I'm going to be honest, my friend. I first heard about you last year um, when I was playing out in Flemingsburg around the Stockholm area. And the guy that I was living with, he's like... You hear about this Wallstead kid? I'm like, no, tell me more about him. He's like, this kid broke into the SHL, the Swedish League, at 16. I'm like, no way. And I'm going to be honest. I went back to watch the highlights from your first game uh, two years ago, today, and also when my friend told me at this time. Dude, the composure you had at 16 years old to just come in there cold and do an SHL game and just shut the door, it's absolutely inspirational, man. And I sincerely mean that. It really is. Do you want to touch? I think that says a lot about you. Do you want to touch on that? Like as a... As a 16-year-old playing in the SHL, how did you manage to stay so composed? Was it a confidence thing, or did you have like a preparation that you kind of went about? Uh, I think I've always been pretty confident in myself and uh, and have that calmness in my game uh, when I'm out there playing. I'm confident in my technique and uh, and that my game style that I play is, is working for me. Uh, at that age, as, as 16 years old, getting into that league is, is mm-hmm. of course, a big thing, and uh, but for me, it was always just getting out there, doing my best, and uh, and trying to provide uh, as good of a chance uh, as possible for for our team to win the game. Uh, and that's still my job today, uh, trying to to keep down the goals against uh, and trying to give my players on the ice uh, as good of a, a chance uh, as possible to uh, to win the game because I can't score. Uh, and and score goals forward <laughs> and win us the game, but I can always give them a, as good of a chance at, uh, to always to always be in the game and, uh, and give us a chance to win. So uh, just getting in there and, uh, and and trusting myself and trusting trusting the game that I play is is very important for me. And, and just to provide a little bit of context to the people watching, if you're watching the video version on YouTube or the audio version on Spotify or Apple. A lot of people don't understand like the way like hockey in Europe works, like the rankings, like how leagues work and whatnot. So yes, we're playing in the SHL, Swedish Elite League, formerly known, and it's the top level in all of Sweden. And this would literally be the equivalent of a 16-year-old kid coming into the, like, the American Hockey League, borderline NHL, and lighting it up at 16 years old. I want people at home to grasp that for a second. That is how big of it, like I'm serious, that's how big of a deal this is. And if you if you watch the highlights from this season from this kid, or from his first game when he was 16, just oozes confidence. And I'm going to be honest as well. I know I'm fanboying a lot, and I will continue to do this over the next hour, my friend. I am chapped because I, I was. we were messaging this week, or last week it was, that I was going to go to the game with Rogel and Lulia this weekend. The guy that I was going to go with got COVID, and we didn't end up going to the game. I was so chapped. I ended up watching the game on TV, 
And uh, it was still nice to watch, but I, I really wanted to go to the game and see the in-person experience. But uh, but he got COVID, so that's his fault. <laughs> I was very unlucky because it was actually a pretty good game too. Uh, I was playing one of my close friends from national team in the other net. Uh, we were both zero twos. The both goalies on the ice, and and we are the ones trying to compete for uh, for a for a spot in the in the world. Uh, World Junior Championship team, uh, both Swedish goalies. So uh, it was a it was a tight game. Unfortunately, we we lost with three to one, uh, laying two goals. And uh, but at, but at at the end, it was a it was a very tight game. So uh, unfortunately, you you missed that game. I, I know, dude. I'm I'm chapped, and especially like the Rogla rink, like where they're playing, isn't too far from here. Like Rogla or uh, Forlunda. I went to the Indians game. Uh, we could go two weeks ago to see, you know, Matty Tompkins play and I was looking forward to this. I'm chapped, but we will regroup and we will reschedule. <laughs> so I'm going to go, uh, right, go back yeah. to the drawing board and find some tickets. So, um, anyway, uh, I had an idea to start the podcast off. I know we don't know each other. You don't know us. We don't know you. It's a little bit odd doing these interviews, but we have come up with a strategy over the course of our Sling on the Biscuit podcast and career, which has lasted 31 episodes, about a half a year, six months, give or take. We like to ask the hard-hitting questions. We like to do a Q&A with you. Are you up for the task, my friend? Hell yeah. Sounds good. Oh, oh, oh this guy likes to party, Pat. I'm they, telling you, he's ready. <laughs> the Trav's followers threw out some questions. He dropped a Q&A on his story. So these, mm-hmm. a lot of them are coming from them, and then we'll throw in a few of our own while we're at it. Yes. There's a lot of weird questions. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. They're, they're, to say that there are some questions that we couldn't ask would be an understatement. A, you won't answer them. B, I won't ask them. And even if we did, YouTube will take down the podcast because you can't be asking those types of questions. So to those people, you know who you are, do better. We got some great questions though. I do have a personal question. I was probably going to throw in a pass or two if the, if the question was too hard. So uh, I, I, hope, <laughs> right. I hope they're good enough. <laughs> I think these ones are good. Right, let's start off with the hard-hitting questions here, okay? So if you look at Jesper's Instagram profile, you see the Lulio jerseys. They have a Max Burger sponsorship. And if you don't know what Max is, it's like the NW of Sweden. It's the In-N-Out Burger of Sweden. It's a pretty you know prime-time fast food establishment, my personal favorite place to go. Somebody wants to know, A, do you have a personal Max sponsorship? B, can we get Trav one too? And C, what is your favorite burger at Max? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, as you said, our team is, is sponsored by Max. And, and the fun story about it is that the first, uh, the first Max in Sweden is actually in Luleå. Uh, and it's probably around 200 meters or 300 meters away from the arena also. Uh, so we have our own meal in in that max that's called the lula hockey meal uh, which you can uh, which you can buy for sure uh, but i'm not sponsored by them and I'm, i don't think that's possible to hook up also uh, <laughs> and if you're if you're asking me for my personal i probably go with a, a fris- frisco burger the frisco meal or or the cheese and bacon meal uh, i like them uh, they're, they're they're decent i think it's I think Max overall is a it's a pretty good place, but probably not the place where I I go every every day. For for you, this is just my own question. Now, do you? I know a lot of high level athletes will follow a very strict diet. Now, what what is your diet like overall? Are you, do you do you have your cheat meals or do you stay very disciplined? Uh, I'll I'll try to stay as disciplined as possible for for the regular weekdays uh, from mm-hmm. from Monday through Thursday 
and then I'll have my cheat meal either Friday or Saturday. Um, so one of these days, I usually sh choose where I want to, to cheat a little bit more. Um, gotcha. And then, so I always have one day a week that I cheat a little bit. Uh, and then Saturday, Sunday, let's say I cheat Friday, I take Saturday, Sunday very serious and, and also the rest of the week. So try to get one day to, to just have that, uh, that you can feel a little bit of an enjoyment at that day. Oh, yeah. And then it, it feels better to, to follow your diet the rest of the days because you know, okay, on Friday I can I can cheat a little bit. Uh, so so that's that's how I how I try to put it down. And I and me personally is also a very very guy who, like, who loves sweets. I love candy. I love chips. I love I love all those fast foods restaurants. Uh, but I I need to be as as strict as possible when I'm when I'm playing at this level right now. Are you a salted licorice kind of guy? Mm, yeah, a little bit. I think I've gotten oh. more into it now when I've grown up a little bit. It's it's very Swedish and 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 also a little bit Finnish. I I think. Hmm. So with, do you? I know uh, Sweden actually has their their own Swedish fish. Like the American Swedish fish is is garbage, right? Like there's better <laughs> ones over in Sweden. Like, what I have heard, I I think they are very different. Uh, yeah. What I've heard, I I personally haven't tasted the Swedish fish in America. Uh, but I know the Swedish fish back here is, yeah, it's decent. It's probably not my favorite, but it's a solid it's fish. Good. You'd rather yeah, like uh, swordfish tuna more more than Swedish fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll probably stick with salmon instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got it. Love that. Now I got a question for you. So, uh, for London, the Indians they have the for London meal, which they have a McDonald's in the rink in the Scandinavian. So you get a Big Mac, cheeseburger, fries, I believe nuggets, uh, ice cream, and dipping sauce. The Lulia meal at Max, what do you get with that? I think you get a Frisco burger or a original burger, and then you get a small cheeseburger on the side, a large fry and, and a large drink, I think. That's that's a good deal, man. And you said 200 meters from the rink, or it's actually integrated into the rink? No, it's it's just on the road from the from the arena. I was going to say, like, I can picture, like, if, if I was ever playing in that area, you got to watch the skip the dishes order because you put the Uber Eats to skip the dishes in, special instructions, sell side net, come on the ice, deliver the meal right to me when I'm in the crease. That's what I'm picturing because it's it's amazing food at Max. Yeah, it's it's actually really good. But as I said, I'm, I'm trying my best to stay out, stay out of it because I, I know it's not good for me. But I, as you say, it's it's really good. Okay, a couple, uh, couple other questions. We actually, at this pace, we might burn the entire episode just going through questions. Uh, favorite gear you've ever had in the past? Favorite set you've ever had? Um, probably the the Bauer Ultrasonics. Uh, I had them last year. Uh, this year I went with the, with the Bauer Hyperlights uh, because, yeah, of course, they were new. I, I had to try them. Uh, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to, for, the, for the new... Uh, their new Bauer line. Uh, I don't really know the name of them, but it's. Uh, I think they're doing a new Supreme line uh, that I'm really looking forward to. I'm, I'm usually a pretty, pretty, pretty big Supreme guy. Uh, I like the Supreme, the Supreme gear better than the Vapor guy. And, uh, and now when I grew up, I have gotten a Bauer deal, so I, I only use Bauer gear. Uh, so. So that's a personal Bauer deal, or that's a team Bauer deal? No, I, I have my own, uh, my own Bauer deal also. Wow, that's awesome! Lulu, Lulu is sponsored by Bauer, so you can only use Bauer and Lulu. So, yeah, I really didn't have any choice. 
Yeah, the the gear looks great, dude. The the ultrasonics, the hyperlights this year, the matte stuff, the Bauer, the twenty twenty two stuff looks sharp too. Are you going to be getting a set anytime soon, or is that on its way already? Uh, I I hope I'll get my hands on one. Uh, I'll try. I've tried my best, but I I don't really know when when they are releasing. Okay. Did kind of change gears here. This is a question that I talked to Pat about, and, and we both kind of chuckled at this. So, you're a Minnesota Wild draft pick, twentieth overall this past summer's draft. Uh, we talked over text a little bit. You haven't been to Minnesota still, correct? Yeah, I haven't. Okay. Do you know much about Minnesota, about the climate, weather, temperature, all that stuff? Uh, I think I've heard it's pretty similar to Sweden, actually, uh, what, I, what I've got told. Uh, I was trying to get over there uh, after the draft, but uh, with, with all these COVID things and uh, that, that things back and forth, I uh, we, we decided that it's best for me to just stay here and and uh, focus on this year so i was looking mm-hmm. forward to get there but uh from what i've heard it's it's pretty similar to maybe around the stockholm area of, of sweden uh what i've mm-hmm. heard it's pretty cold in the winters and this is a two-part question one uh let's be honest let's call it for what it is you're gonna sign an nhl contract at some point when you sign that contract do you have any idea what your first purchase is going to be and if it is a car do you have any idea if you're going to get a snowmobile to go to the rink because it snows so much in Minnesota? This is what Callum wanted me to ask you. <laughs> um, I don't know actually what I'm going to buy. Uh, I'm, I I would like to think that I'm a big saver guy that I like to save my money. Uh, but at the at these last couple of years when I've gotten gotten to take care of my own money, I've I've seen that I'm uh, I'm spending maybe a little bit too much some t- some months. Uh, but I don't think a snowmobile is uh, is getting it. Uh, I think I got I got a snowmobile license up here because it's it's getting a lot of snow in Lulia. We are having minus twenty five degrees uh, in the winters, minus thirty degrees. Uh, so it's getting cold up here too. Uh, we have a lot of snow. So uh, I've tried snowmobile. I like it, but I, I don't think I I would buy myself one. Uh, I'll probably. I, I should probably give back to my dad a little bit and my mom, but uh, we'll, see, we'll see if that's that's coming later, maybe. You get a snowmobile for the whole family. Get mom one, get dad one, get yourself one, just come whipping into practice on the snowmobile. Just coming down the loading dock at the XL Energy yeah. Center. If you're a snowmobile <laughs> company, get a sponsor. That's, that'd be clutch. <laughs> you know, I saw this electric snowmobile company there. I think they're based out of San Diego. They have this really cool 100% all-electric one. Maybe that one might be the way to go. You know, nice and nice and green, good for the environment, yep. and you it care. rips. You care about the community, the the economy, yeah. or no, the environment. Sorry, <laughs> one of those. I don't know oh. if I'm if I'm a big electric guy. I like I like engines that that roars. So uh, oh, he loves Love those big trucks and, and big engine cars. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing much electric here. I just picture Yester walks in the dealership in Minnesota. Yeah, what are you looking for? Give me someone with about uh, you know one mile per liter. That's the kind of fuel efficiency I want. Just yeah. stack it up. You know? I don't care about the environment. <laughs> <laughs> when I was I was speaking with my agent and and he was trying to or we were just joking around and and he said when you're going to Minnesota you need to, need a big Ram Ram truck. Uh, so that's probably a, a big enough car to to burn yeah. some. Burn some It'll get you through the snow gas. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of those stuck. flying around Sweden. Eh? That's a pretty popular truck for the most part for the trucks out here. Yeah, I think they're they're very nice actually, and they they sound really good. So yeah, they do. You can just get the lift kit, get the whole thing lifted up, get it jacked up, get it tinted, 
tint the windows so nobody knows who you are, and then just leave it in idle, let it sit there for eight hours running just to, you know, whack up the gas bill. Now, <laughs> yeah. now I got I got a question for you. So, and this is this is a very popular one in the Q and A's. The good things in your game. If you were to pinpoint the best part of your game, what would it be? Um, I would probably say say my game sense uh, and and the the way I try to try to read the game and and always always try to to stay one one step uh, further than than the opponents I'm playing. Uh, in my mind, I always try to uh, try to be one step further than them and uh, trying to read the play and and see how the how the place comes up uh, and always try to uh, yeah as I said be one step further. Uh, that together with my my technical side and my technique is uh, is my two biggest strength uh, and and pretty much what what builds up my game plan and, and the way I want to play. Uh, so so those two those two especially. And, and what's the first thing you're looking for? A guy's coming down, you know, you know, teams rushing down up the ice. They're setting up shop in the you know in your end. What what's the first you know one or two things you're looking for to make a read off of? I'm always looking at his blade when it's if he, if he shoots if he shoots so I, I want to see his blade and see how he's uh, trying to form that blade and and where he's gonna throw the puck. Uh, but al- also always, but I'll be I want to be uh, uh, aware of where the threats are coming. If if there's someone is in back door and uh, or if they come in a rush and I'm, I need to know uh, what the other player on the other side is uh, with his left handed or right handed. Uh, if he can shoot directly, or if he it's gonna be needed to take the puck before he's, he's shooting, uh, all all those small details uh, to to be aware of how much time I have uh, and how much or how fast I need to make a decision, or um, how long my my movement over there is gonna be, and, and all those small things. Uh, and this this goes in in microseconds, and, and you have to be really sharp to. Uh, mm-hmm. To be able to to read those plays and, and understand what's what's going to happen in those situations, and if I'm not having my, a clear mind and, and and have prepared myself well, I'm not going to be able to do that a hundred percent every time. Uh, so oh. those are those are very important for me. Absolutely. And are you communicating with with the defenseman off your reads? Like, is is that a a conversation you have of of the defenseman are going to set up in in whatever formation, or they're going to make a read, and then you're going to base yourself off of that, or no? I think we have a structure, but but every every situation that happens on the ice is different. We can't we can't say in these and these situations we're gonna do like this. We we can have a structure and and a, and a ground to stand on what what we wanna do in in all those situ, situ, different situations. But at the time when we are out there, everything goes so fast. We just have to communicate out there on the ice and and just try to stay to our game plan and and make the situation as good as possible for everyone uh, and at the end i'm i'm trying to save the puck and and they trying to help me as well as possible uh to to make my my work a little bit easier yeah and hey you're you're doing a great job so far i mean you're rocking a you know a 910 on the season 940 last season like come on 940 like what more do you want from the kid but i think everybody has some things to work on, right? Everybody has a downside to their game, which is why I want to talk to you about the first sponsor for today's podcast, the amazing folks at Sheath Underwear. Pat knows all about this. They've been helping Pat with his game. And Jesper, maybe yep. we can even you know hook you up and uh, get you taken care of with the boys at Sheath. Pat, tell them why Sheath is the best when it comes to the men's underwear game. Yeah, for years of my life, I was struggling with underwear. You know, as a young kid, like every young American boy, you want to be an underwear model growing up. 
you look up to guys like Mark Wahlberg and you, you start to wear and try different underwear out and then you go and try to skate with them on and they're weighing you down. You know, you're in the gym, you're trying to do squats, you get stuck at the bottom because your underwear way too much. But then one day I started doing the podcast with Trav and he's like, Pat, you have to try sheath underwear. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard all about the underwear companies. I quit wearing those years ago because I got stuck at the bottom of, of my squat. And then I put on sheath underwear. And not only are they lightweight and comfortable and don't weigh you down, they actually have a nice comfort. Like they have a little spot for your for both pieces of your of your private area for a nice comfort feel. And they're weirdly tight on the – they fit right on your – on your body at the perfect amount so you can move at high speeds on the ice and you can squat and not get stuck at the bottom. It really is the whole nine yards over at Sheath Underwear. And they have great t-shirts like these ones. These are actually my go-to. Like when I'm just hanging around the house or I'm going out and uh, hanging out with some friends casually, you know, maybe grabbing some coffee I'm wearing this sheath shirt because it's nice and comfortable and it shows off your muscles a little bit, you know, wraps around the arm nicely. So if you want to pick up any of the the merch, if you're not an underwear guy, grab the shirts. Great stuff. Yeah. And here's a little uh, podcast exclusive for you. And yes, I know you're going to love this one. So Pat FaceTimes me that he's got a sheath shirt on the exact same shirt that he has on right now, that beautiful blue little red logo sheath shirt. He's in the kitchen cooking. He's whipping up some French toast and some beans, beans on the side of his French toast because he loves beans. The shirt was the only thing he was wearing. Nothing else, just the sheath shirt. And he was looking good with the chef hat and the sheath shirt. And here's the thing. He was light. He was comfortable. He was cool because the sheath underwear, they cool you. They keep everything regulated. The temperature is amazing in these things. Mm-hmm. And also, like Pat mentioned, everything's compartmentalized. There's nothing worse than having to pull everything off the side of your leg. You get everything oh. compartmentalized. It feels good. Worse. It feels fresh. And also, one last final note here. The underwear you have right now, whether it's from Kirkland, Walmart, wherever you're getting your underwear, your gitch from, it's the $5 stuff. It ain't going to last. It's going to be in the bin in about 12 months. And your wife, your girlfriend, your mom, whoever buys your underwear, maybe you do. Very few of us actually do get it, you know, take care of their underwear. They're going to be having to go back and buy some more. You get some sheath stuff. It is the best for the money you're going to be spending. It's going to last. It's going to stretch back. It's going to feel great. And I mean, also, if you're watching the video version, look at these red sheath underwears. If you got like Beat Studio headphones, this is going to match great. You got a red iPhone, this is what you want. You got like a red RAM, like yes, we're just going to have a red RAM to match the Minnesota Wild. That's what you want. Sheathunderwear.com. Biscuit69 is the promo code. B-I-Z-K-I-T-69. Yes, you heard that correctly. Sheathunderwear.com. Link in the description on the YouTube version or in the podcast notes on the audio version on Apple or Spotify. Thanks to Sheath and Robert for sponsoring us. If Go. if we get a total of, let's say, 40, 40 of you buy some Sheath underwear or shirt, I will change my name to Patty Sheath instead of Patty Shea. <laughs> Just so, so let's get some, let's buy some underwear, guys. Okay. Seriously, right. we're desperate. We need your money, please. <laughs> Just buy some underwear so we can keep this podcast afloat. You see these lights in the video version? They're about to go off next week if you don't buy some underwear from Sheath. Help us help you help us in return. And maybe Jesper will come back on because we can actually keep the lights on and finish this podcast. <laughs> anyway, God bless the folks at Sheath. And thank you, Robert. Pat, please save this podcast before I derail us any <laughs> So, uh, for me, I'm curious of uh, goalies always seem to have something unique individually about them, like uh, in the preparation, I think. Like uh, as an example, like Swayman at Maine, he would just kind of 
before the game, he would put his headphones on. He wouldn't speak to anyone for like a good couple hours before the game, just dialed it in. Then there was another goalie I had. He was very social, very interactive because he'd want to get his mind off it. And then there was another goalie who would go sit in the stands for like a few few hours before the game. Now, what do you have any – what is your unique like pregame, if, whether it's a superstition, a ritual, or just preparation thing that kind of dials you in? I don't know if I have something something very weird. Uh, I I usually go um, go up in the stands and sit a little bit uh, and watch over the ice with a coffee. Uh, I usually stretch and prepare myself as everyone else. Uh, I always have music in my ear, uh, but I'm I'm usually having it pretty low and and so I can speak with everyone. Uh, I think I'm, I'm I would like to say that I'm. A, I'm a little bit in between, and I'm pretty normal. Uh, but I'm, my my teammates are probably gonna say that I'm, that I'm weird because that's that's how everyone sees goalies. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but but I I don't think I have any anything that really sticks out uh, on ice. I'll, I'll do the exact same every time uh, when we're out there warming up. I'll skate in the same circles. I'll take us the same amount of shots every warm up and and always get back to the same spots and just do the things in, in the same way every practice and, and every mm-hmm. especially every warm-up we're out there on the ice uh, so i'll try I, I i try my best to to do the same every time so i know that i'm prepared but i don't think i have anything that's that's very weird or, or very special uh, but as i say if you ask my teammates they're probably gonna gonna see something that i'm not rem- remembering or something i don't think it's weird Maybe we'll have to ask them and see. Yeah, we gotta get them on the podcast. Until then, we'll take your word. <laughs> do you ever find like you're you're like defending yourself? Like guys are like, yes, but dude, like you're the weirdest guy. No, like you take the taco when it comes to like odd ducks for goalies. But like you're just sitting back there, like I'm I'm pretty normal, man. Like I don't do anything weird. Or, you know, I don't say weird things. I don't think weird things. I'm not a you know I'm a pretty normal goalie. Like do you ever find yourself kind of in that predicament? Like what do they see that you don't? Or we're, like maybe you and I are just so messed up in the brain in between the ears that we don't we don't see these things that maybe Pat picks up on. Is like I think Trav's off his meds again today. I think there's something wrong with yeah. this guy. Yeah, maybe that's that has something to do with it. Uh, maybe I'm just I'm just thinking my way of being is is normal and uh, and the other players can find something weird in me and uh, they probably do uh, because something has to do with us goalies throughout throughout the years. There's there's always one of all those goalies that are being weird, so all of us have, have wow. to be weird. Uh, but I'll, I guess I do something that I just can't come up with. Uh, and I I just like to see myself a, a little bit normal. But uh, as I said, if you ask my teammates, they're, they're 100% going to come up with anything, uh, something special. Yeah, there's always that one goy that just like does the most weird things. He's just that complete odd duck. Like he's like hanging from the ceiling doing backflips and somersaults. And he's like, okay, guys, I'm ready for the game. And that's the guy that stains the goy name and makes us look bad, eh? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Trav, you're not doing any weird things? I, I think like you're the kind of guy think... that might do a few weird things before Actually, the game. Actually, you know, now that you general. mention it, when, when I was playing junior, I, I was the shower guy, like your shower guy, I was the shower guy. <laughs> and what I mean by that is like, I would have a shower before a game. Like I'd show up to the rink. First thing I do, drop the drawers, get in the shower and sit there for 10 minutes and sit there with the door open. So there I can talk go. to one of the guys. <laughs> like I, I'd sit kind of like in line with the locker yeah. room for like, like one of my junior teams. And so the guy sitting beside me in the room, I'd just be like, yo, Jonesy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, how was school, dude? As I'm just like in the shower, in just the butt shower. naked staring at. Yeah. <laughs> and then after the game, same thing. Like this year, I've kind of like reinvigorated that. Like our captain, yeah. like we carpool to and from all of our games. And I'm the shower guy again. You know, I, I'll hop in the shower because I get, you know, undressed pretty quick. I'll come yeah. out and he'll be like, Trav, are you already out here? I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? Oh, damn it. I got to take my clothes off. I got to hop in the shower. And then we got to have, you know, a coffee in the shower and just kind of converse and then go on our way. So I might actually, yeah. now that I think about it, I may be the one that's kind of ruining the shower. You're the shower guy? Well, dude, I mean, <laughs> the shower, the shower is a whole nother life. But the shower guy is, I have always had one guy there is the shower guy on my yeah. team. Like all the, all the teams have, all the teams have one. I, this is the I ultimate exactly. shower guy. Yeah, I know one on my team right now. They're always showers before every game. <laughs> like yeah, we go they're... on a road, we go on a road trip, or we get to a new city, or we're packing up our gear in in the new arena. There, he's always in the shower directly the first moment we get there. There's always a shower guy. There's some dad out there who's like, "My son is the shower guy," <laughs> which reminds us, we're gonna talk to you about our next amazing sponsor. Guys, welcome back from. No, we're not even on a break. So, ad. Yes, <laughs> we're just starting. Thank you, to the, <laughs> <laughs> thank you the, to the boys over at or and girls, the 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 group over at Manscaped. They're uh, they're they're you know supporting the podcast. We recently, I actually called Trav today, and I was like, Trav, I'm the lightest I've I've been in probably it's two years i weighed in the lightest i've been little did he know why i was like yeah i just skated you know i'm dehydrated but also i shaved my whole body with the manscaped razor i'm talking chest quads calves armpits beard neck everything except the hair on my head so what i didn't know is it would cut four pounds off my body but also when you the lighter you are the faster you are like uh if you're doing a little lap around the ice, if you shave your body with Manscaped everywhere, you're cutting probably non-factually two whole seconds off your lap time. And if you calculate that into your gameplay, I think it calculates out to you scoring at least 15 more goals than you would have scored prior to shaving your body with the Manscaped razor because it makes you that much better and that much faster. Yeah, and the pims will be down because you're going faster. You don't got to hook a guy. You don't have to you know, run into the goalie accidentally on purpose, all that stuff. Also, we should clarify, these are not guarantees. These are not facts because no. that's the last lawsuit we had. We had to kind of go back on a couple of, like, we were promising guys we're going to be making 100K a year if you get the lawn. Like, you shave the lawnmower, you've been making 100K a year. Yeah. Manscaped's like, no, you can't do that. You got to cut that out. So we're going to stick to the facts. It's going to keep you light. It's got a 90-minute battery life. I look at this thing, like, Jesper. He's a sweet. He be. only needs like 15 minutes on this thing. Me, I need like five minutes. Pat, he's guy's like an ape. I, I I'm use a hairy this guy. twice. <laughs> yeah. This guy See? needs two charges twice a week, and that's fine. Sometimes that's just the way they handle your dealt. You get genetics where you're a hairy guy like Pat. Yeah. So you know what you do? You buy two. Me and Jesper get one. Pat, you buy two. Or you at home. If you're watching the video well, version or on the audio version, you get two of these things. It's pretty cl- I'm, I'm going to be honest. The... Uh, it picks up like you know if you use like a normal razor say like phillips you're like using it it doesn't get all the hair so you have to like trim your arm hair like me i'm a hairy guy or you get the dad hairs on your shoulders oh any other razor it like it doesn't catch it because they're like thinner but they're longer the manscaped razor just clips them all very smoothly so if you have hairy like shoulders and arms and like up here chest everything it's the best for shaving body hair like it truly is no that's non-biased if you want help and you're a hairy guy like myself and you want to shave uh, or trim your body hair manscape is the best option 
Yeah, Jesper, quick, quick question for you related to the ad. Do you have a woman? Do you have a girlfriend at this moment in time? No, I don't. Okay, so uh, Start you using and Pat Manscaped. Are, yeah, you, it could help you. <laughs> but see, so you and Pat are both single. I have a woman at home in Canada. I'm a loyal, faithful, honest man. Here's the deal. Maybe you have a woman. Maybe you're watching the podcast. Maybe you're a woman and you have a man who, you know, your relationship's on the rocks. You get this. You get your woman to use it on you in the shower or vice versa. Bonding time. You create a conversation and it sparks the whole relationship. Sparks the Everybody's happy. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code. What is our promo code again? Is it biscuit? Yeah, biscuit. biscuit. Promo code biscuit. You're going to get 20% off free shipment. Actually, this just in, not guaranteed. Please don't sue us. We're going to bring Jesper down to the Manscaped factory in San Diego, and he's going to package your order and send it out the door. So if you mm-hmm. want a game used, maybe we can get that to happen to you. Game used, game signed, autographed. Manscaped package from Jesper Wallstead. We'll take care of you. Link in the description, manscaped.com. Don't quote us. Use the don't promo quote code us. biscuit. Please don't sue us. We can't have another lawsuit. <laughs> no promises. Episode. <laughs> Oh well. Well, anyways, so, back to the pod here. Yes, thank you to thank our you, sponsors for keeping the lights on. God bless you guys. Um, where were we? We got really off track. Real you, fast. Uh, if you have any more from the Q and A you want to ask, we could. Um, oh, we got, we got, oh, dude, we could be here for like six hours asking well, we questions in the Q and A. But if um, there's any, you, wanna, you know, that stand out. Yeah, let, let's go with a couple more personal ones. I like these ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Favorite fruit. Also, what do you have against watermelon? I guess this guy's assuming you don't like watermelon. <laughs> I, I actually love watermelon, and I, I love all kinds of melon, usually. Uh, likes melon. Not, not so long. Not, yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got me there. No, but no, I, I think melons are great, so uh, I am oh, nothing yeah. against them. You know, it it almost comes across like you think we're attacking. Like, I don't have watermelon. Like, there's nothing wrong with watermelon. I'm an equal opportunity <laughs> man. I like cantaloupe. I like honeydew, you know, pineapple, any kind of melon, papaya. Oh, like melons. Melon. Who yeah. Who's asking this question? They just assume he doesn't like watermelons? Uh, Derek's Wolf. Der- oh, sorry. Der- Derpest Wolf. I can't read these usernames. Yeah, this is the question. Hey. He's, he's, a, he's a fruit guy. So if, I'm if the shower he's guy. He's a fruit guy. If he's listening to this episode i'm kind of curious like what about him made you think oh you know what he doesn't like watermelon i can sense it <laughs> like if maybe this guy's like a very you know he thinks at least he knows fruit and he knows guys who like fruit and then he had a read on you so i'm kind of curious but mm-hmm. weird take uh, this is another good question i i like this one i think this might be the best one yet uh why don't you have a great mullet mullet why don't you have a great mullet like another individual hosting this podcast care to comment <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually had a, a, a very long hair when I was younger, uh, down to my yeah, down to my shoulders. Uh, but as I grew up, uh, I, I didn't really thought I fit in into it very well. Uh, and I I personally don't think it's very Swedish to have a mullet uh, nowadays. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if it fits you, maybe I should try it. Uh, but I'm I'm pretty happy with the hairstyle I'm, I'm go rocking with right now. So, uh, I don't know. successful. It's working. A successful it's really working. haircut. Well, if we're looking at a fact-based perspective, Jesper's haircut is working. Mine. Ugh. Sound off in the comment section. Describe my hairstyle correlating to my life, my life goals, and my hockey career. If you don't mind, in the comment section on the uh, YouTube page. Speaking of which. Um, Movember, any plans for a, a mustache or uh, you know a, a muzzy? I'm I'm not the guy who who can grow a, a really good mustache or beard even. I'm trying my best. I get a little bit, uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm probably gonna try to 
try to make the best out of it. Uh, but as I said, I'm I'm not very hairy of a guy. Uh, I'm trying my best. I love having I love beards, so I would love to grow out one. Uh, but I'm I'm too young right now, and I don't <laughs> have the genes to to get it. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm I'm doing my best on it. Trev, well, could Pat- you grow a beard at 18? Oh, um, you know what? My my connectors. If you're watching the video version, the connectors like these pieces were missing. But I yeah. think when I turned like 20, the connectors came in, and now I have like what I have. Um, and I'm committing. I'm going full Hulk Hogan handlebars. If you're watching the video version, all the way down, right to the neck. I'm doing it for November. My woman's <laughs> at home. I have nobody to answer to for the next 30 days, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm getting a head start. I'm getting a weak head start. And uh, Patrick, will Ooh. you join me? I, I texted Pat twice this week. Are you going to do a handlebars mustache? He read Ooh. and did not reply to either mu- either text that I sent him. Will you do that for me? Mustache competition. Handlebars? I don't. I do usually rock the mustache. I don't know if I'll do handlebars. Maybe I'll give it a oh, try and see on. how it looks. I'll see how come it looks. On. Mustache rides. Who wants a mustache ride? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like the creepy stash look. It kind of like yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a good look, <laughs> but not for a full year. I like the, the Austin November. Matthews look. Yeah, yeah, but oh, I couldn't I, at eighteen. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't really grow a beard or a stash. Definitely not a stash. I just had some like fuzz on my chin, little lip lettuce. Yeah. So hey, maybe in a few years, you know, yeah, when you're old like us. Yeah, hopefully could... it starts. It starts to grow in a in a. Hopefully in a couple of months, but I I don't t- see that as a, as a possibility. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll reach out for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, he's starting in June. He's getting a real big head start in November. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, oh, better start. I might be a little behind already, behind schedule. But, you know, the Swedes have those jeans, though, like the Viking look, like the Leif Erikson look. So it should be like somewhere in you, like the jeans will come in and you'll have that deadly, like Swedish death metal beard. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of guys up here uh, where I'm playing right now that had full beards, full stash when they were mm-hmm. 15, 16. So. The genes are are very Swedish if you get if you get those, but unfortunately, I'm I'm not that guy. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We could pass you off as a manscaped athlete, though. Look at look at Jesper. This guy's always shaving. He's always taking care yeah, of yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He never shaves. <laughs> it's like a semi-annual trim. Yeah, yeah. use um, manscaped twice a year. You know, Guess speaking of uh, the Sling on the Biscuit podcast a little night, you know who a great SHL goalie would be with a beard? Jonas Enroth. I feel like if he had a beard, he would really be able to pull that off. Yeah, I think so. Doesn't he have a little bit? Yeah, he's got a little bit. Yeah, he's got a little bit. I'm thinking if he pulls off the full, like he, like if Jonas committed to the full beard, that'd be a, a sharp look, I think. Yeah, look for him. Yeah, I, I think that would fit in really good. Yeah. Yeah, so let's start the campaign. Everybody go spam Jonas on Instagram. Tell him we want you to grow a beard <laughs> for November. <laughs> we need it. Um, on that topic, um, a couple of questions SHL related. Um, two questions. One, best fans in the SHL and best rink to play in the SHL. You can't answer Lulio. Oh. Best fans, best rink. Yeah. You can't answer I haven't Lulio. Actually, I haven't actually played at at so many because last year was it was COVID of course so we didn't play with any any crowd and this year we have already all already started at a couple of arenas but we haven't played them all. Um, I know both Lexand uh, and Rugle when we were playing. Uh, both them have, have really good, uh, really good fans. Uh, and I would say best building to play in is. Probably Rugle or or 
Färjestad. Uh, those arenas are really good and, and really nice. And they're all, nearly always fully packed. So there's a really good environment in there uh, with a lot of singing and, uh, and, and all those Swedish things. So uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing in Färjestad actually with, with a full crowd there. That's going to be it's going to be a, a nice arena to play in. Question: How far away is uh, Furiestad from um, from Gothenburg, like from where I'm at in uh, Homestead? Uh, I think probably a four-hour drive or something. I would guess. Okay, because and this is a true story here. I would love to go to see you play Furiestad because on my way back home from the rink, I went to the rink the other day. I'm about an hour away from the rink, so I drove to the rink, got my worker, and I coming back. The Fariestad bus, like they got the logo and everything, like the bus is on the road, like on the same highway as me, and the guy cut me off. I'm not kidding you. No joke. No word of a lie. The guy literally cut me off, so I would love to come and root against them, root for you. Keep it positive here. Yeah, that, that, that's probably a really good away game if you don't want to travel up to Lulu, which is probably like 18 hours away from where you are. Yeah, Christmas break, man. I'm, I'm not going home at Christmas, so sky's the limit for what I can do at Christmas time. Too expensive to go home. <laughs> Um, you got any uh, questions, Pat? I think that's I, I got one that last question. The Q&A? That, yeah, that basically wraps the Q and A. I got one question, unless you have uh, any more. Uh, mine's more about like his journey. If you have something, okay. Well, random, I'll ask mine. Throw. Mine's a little bit. Uh, I guess this last one's like a little bit out there, and then we can kind of you know dial it in for the last you know home stretch of the podcast. Um, so I guess a lot of people don't uh, put two and two together. Like when we have people that come on the podcast, like yourself. Um, they assume that like we're best friends. Like we grew up, we went to kindergarten <laughs> together. Like we used to like you know play in the sandbox and have lunches. Like this one guy asked, he says, uh, uh, have, "Have you and Trevor played each other? And uh, how long have you been best friends for?" They assuming that we've known each other forever. Um, I literally slid into Jesper's DMs. Like what was it like two months ago, man? Two three months ago? Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, because a bunch of people were messaging me like, "You got to get him on the podcast." I was like, "Hey, you want to come on the podcast?" He messaged me two months later. He's like, "Yeah, you know, he actually uh, you went into my uh, spam folder." Believe it or not, tries to big dot me, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make some time. I'll make some time. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a true story. Uh, <laughs> Very true. If I if I, I if I can't if I can't remember, uh, I think that was uh, a couple of weeks or so after the draft, maybe a little bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. At that moment, my Instagram was very uh, stacked with buzzing. a lot of things. So, like fans or former teammates and friends. No, mostly Minnesota fans. Okay. Uh, so I, at that time, I tried to go through as, as good as I could. Uh, and then you have some setting on your Instagram that you can sort by how many followers the, the, the people who have asked the questions have. Uh, and mm-hmm. I put on that. And for some reason, you ended up up there. Right at the top of the list for with that blue reason. check mark, Chaz, baby. No, Chaz, no joke on social media. <laughs> so then I saw the question and I thought, why not? I've, I've watched some of your videos so and I know since you played in Sweden, I, I thought, why not? This could be fun. Oh, pre- appreciate the uh, appreciate watching the blog and, and appreciate you being open-minded to it. But let, let's let's dial back into the focus here for a second. Let's be honest. The blue check mark, that's why you responded, was it not? True or false? Confirm or deny? Um, actually not. I think the the oh. biggest reason was just because you were up there. I was going through all all my followers, and uh, yeah, there not to be greedy or so, but there was was a couple <laughs> of those with, with remarks, and myself have a, have one too. So 
<laughs> but uh, then I find you and I was I, I recognized your name and I was like, yeah, sure, this this sounds fun. Okay, Pat and I have been going at it for about like two, three months now. So I got verified about three months ago <laughs> and Pat's been telling me, Trav, it does nothing. It's for show. It doesn't actually help you. Nobody cares you have a blue check mark except the guys with like 50 followers out there. And I've been trying to find any excuse to be like, listen, I got the verification. Look, there's evidence right there that people care. <laughs> we still well, haven't we still haven't found a case that supports the, us. The check mark makes you s- seem like legit. Say like for you, say like YouTuber, right? It will make people s- view you as like a legitimate YouTuber. You know, like they're not. Mm-hmm. You're not just someone who like does it as a hobby. You're a little. You know, you're legit. You got a check mark. Oh, you must be like legit. But when it comes to you no, know, some people argue. Some people say otherwise. But maybe I don't know. I don't think it helps in any sense of like making you viewed as cooler to like your friends or anything. I think they just like get annoyed. I, mean, I think I totally agree with you. Actually. I don't think it have, it have done anything for me. I just, me personally, I just think it's a fun thing to have. Uh, but I don't think like it doesn't matter at all. Actually. Yeah. Not, not for me either way. <laughs> funny you mentioned that actually like when you say like average people don't really care or or even notice it the first thing i did when because we were facetiming when i got verified i texted my mom about it and she's like what's a what's a blue check mark i didn't even know what that is does that does that get you paid or something is that like a check no no it's not a check (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it it looks cool though you know you're official yeah that's that's the only thing i like it it just it's just something else, but but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't do anything. Did you get a little social media pop when you got drafted by Minnesota? Did your numbers go up? Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, probably a couple of hundreds or a thousand or so. Uh, but I, but to get that together with last year's World Juniors, I think those are the time yeah. when my my Instagram popped uh, the most. Uh, otherwise, it, I get some followers each and every day but those yeah. times were for sure the biggest next step is when you put on the minnesota sweater then you're gonna get the the big pop and you're gonna pass trav you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it, it happens every day <laughs> happens to everybody eventually yeah <laughs> but uh I'm, I'm curious about you know growing up in sweden playing hockey like how old were you when you started playing hockey was it always your dream to try to make the nhl specifically to go over to america like or growing up was it your you know what was your dream was that was that it or was it to stay in sweden yeah i i grew up in a in a town called uh, westeros it's one hour west of stockholm uh and together with my dad and my brother who was who my dad had played hockey when he was younger and my brother was playing hockey when i grew up uh we were of course a big hockey family and both dad and brother being goalies so mm-hmm. uh, i fit into that pretty well and become a goalie too uh, i think i started playing hockey when i was around six or something uh, and me and my brother always loved to to watch henrik lundquist of course because we are we're oh, very yeah. swedish of us uh, so me and him were always following the rangers and, uh, and looking at those games because we we, we loved watching him and uh, and see his games. So we were staying up late nights watching them together. Uh, so at that time, when I probably grew up a little bit, uh, I I always wanted to become one of the best goalies. 
uh, what that didn't, didn't really matter. I don't think I, I really didn't know at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, but then just getting over playing in NHL was always a dream uh, and is still today. Uh, but but when I was growing up, I always, like my mom and my, my grandma and everything always asked me like, oh, what, what do you want to become? And uh, when I was really young, I always said that I wanted to be a, a president for Sweden. Really? Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I really wanted to be the, the Swedish president when I was really young. Uh, but eventually I grew up a little bit and, and I said, I, I want to be a, I want to be a hockey goalie. Uh, there you go. And then we're like, okay, don't, don't you want to have a regular job? Don't you want to do anything on the side? And, and I said, no, I, I'm, I don't need school. I don't need a job. Yeah. I don't need anything. I'm going to play hockey. And that has been the journey since then, like still in, at eighth grade and seventh grade in those years. I, I still came up to my mom and said, okay, mom, I want to quit school. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to play <laughs> hockey full time. And at that time, I was maybe 13, 14 years old. And I said to my mom, like, I don't want to go into school anymore. And of course, for every parent, they don't think I'm ridiculous. <laughs> like, what are you oh, saying? Yeah. You, you need to have an education. You need to do this. Uh, but I always said, like, I'm one one day I'm gonna prove you that I don't I don't need school. I'm I'm gonna play hockey. Absolutely. Uh, so, oh my so, god, so this guy's a man. Got, <laughs> yeah. So I always told him that, and then when I got to Luleå, I went to school. When, usually, when you when you move away, it's for the hockey gym and the hockey college or high school or whatever you uh, want to say. Uh, so I moved to to Luleå to go to that that high school. Uh, and I, the high school here is is three years, so after one and a half year, I quit school, uh, and it's wow. full, full time played hockey. There you uh, go. So full move, Cardinal. That, that was form. like, yeah, so that was like a main minor step on my way. That I was like, okay, now I'm gonna do this full time. Uh, so right. after, so when I was 16 years old, I quit school, uh, and uh, how. I think like two two months after that, I signed my first SHL contract with Lulio, wow. and and then the season after, I did my first season in the SHL, and now I'm going into my second season drafted by Minnesota also. So my dream has always been to to be a hockey goalie on full time and, and do that as a living. Uh, so that's wow. looking back to it, that's pretty incredible. But that's yeah, that's, the way that's a confident. My, Move. Yeah, my oh. my my mindset has always been that way. Like I'm I'm gonna play hockey no matter what you say, no matter what I do. I'm it's hockey full time all the way. Uh, you feel inspired, Pat? You feel inspired after listening to that? I I know I do. Yeah, I wanna I, I wanna go back and quit school now too. <laughs> Dude, I, I was gonna school. say I wanna go back in time, <clears throat> clip this podcast, and show it to my mom in grade five. I'm yeah. out. Kick the done. desk. I'm not, and my mom's a teacher too, so my yeah. mom loves you know school and shit. Just kick the desk, be like, "Mom, look at this. Wallstead did it." I'm on. She's like, "Who the hell's Wallstead? He's not even yeah. born at this point in time." You know yeah. the amount of parents that are going to be messaging you and me. My kid wants to quit school because of you boys. Hey. Great, let him do it. We yeah. like that. Now, when I I, sh I shouldn't really shouldn't really say to kids that they should quit school. My parents were always the one who, who told me to have good grades and. Uh, and do those things in school, uh, but for some for some reason I didn't like to listen to them when they were saying <laughs> that, and had my own mindset of okay, one day I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do hockey full time. But uh, for all the 
the kids out there that are listening, don't quit school. It's not a, it's not a good idea yeah. if you're unless if you're <laughs> unless you're me. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yeah, well, unless unless you're you know you got that that gut feeling like you were probably confident for a reason. I mean, you're probably pretty elite even at that age where you were like, yeah, I'm, I know I'm good at this and you're going to go for it. You know, don't just, don't just quit school because, because you're like, yeah, I like, I like hockey better. I'm going to go play. I'm going to go play men's league. <laughs> just don't, yeah, just have a little bit of awareness, you know, don't just go quitting school for no damn reason. But, uh, probably, oh, probably man. don't do it when you're 13, 14, wait, yeah. wait until they get up in your age. If, if that's the reason you want to do it. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine some kid, awesome. mom? You know what? I'm not going to go to school all of next week. I got a men's league game tonight at 12:30 at night, um, <laughs> so I'm going to be pulling the shoot tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it, this great. is awesome, Pat. What do you say we we cap it here? I think, man, we got so much good stuff. There's a lot this of good, amazing, a lot of good stuff, dude. You know what? Our biggest fear when we have guests on, like 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 you, like we haven't you know conversed in person and whatnot, just over text, is like. Is this guy going to be like a squid? Is he going to be like an absolute stiff? Are we going to like struggle? And I'm going to text Pat like, don't ask these questions. Like this is going to be a terrible podcast. These are the kind of podcasts we live for because it's exciting. It's the thrill. It's like what's going to show up? It's like a box of chocolates. You never know who's going to show up on the other side of the screen. And you get an amazing conversation from some guy kicking down desks saying, I ain't going to school, ma. Kick it like the Beastie Boys. I'm going to go play (laughs) in the SHL. No, our our listeners or viewer, depending on how they're – if they're on – YouTube or uh, Spotify or Apple, they're they're big on looking into that behind the scenes or like into the mind of the the athlete. Like you know, that's how I have any type of following is because they were curious of what it was like to be a college athlete. So I think this, like the way we kind of did the Q and A by accident, but I think you gave a lot of information that just kind of gave a look inside your mind, and I think a lot of the viewers will find that very interesting so i think that i think it went well yeah dude. and honest to god shout out to my woman because she was the one who gave me that age she's like you should ask him some questions get a q a posted god bless your soul honey i miss you she's probably not even listening to podcast anymore she's so tired of me call her like six times a day uh, honey what are you up to same thing i was doing 20 minutes ago <laughs> bless her yeah god god bless her soul she is the bless winner. mrs four oilers oh god mrs five oh, oilers soon to be <laughs> anyway on behalf of Pat Shea and myself, Jesper Walston included, we'd like to thank you for listening to Sun on the Biscuit, the video version on YouTube. If you're listening, leave a comment. Do you like Jesper? Is he a cool guy? Maybe you're offended by his take on watermelons. Whatever it is, leave it a comment <laughs> down below. If you're on Apple or Spotify, leave us a review. Let us know. Maybe you like the podcast. Maybe you hate us. We'd love to hear from you, and we will reply. We are not a big deal podcast nor big deal YouTubers. We actually care, and we'll reply to your comments. Thank you for listening. As always, new episode every Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Winnipeg time, 5 a.m. if you're on the Pacific Coast, 2 p.m. in Sweden. And we will catch you next week for our weekly episode next week on Sling on the Biscuit. Good night, everybody. Wow. What an episode. <laughs>